hello traders so um welcome back to the forex q a podcast and this is episode two of the forex q a so i think it was about time we got with the episodes rolling um it's been a while since i've put uh the next episode which is episode two right so um today's episode i'm gonna be covering some few questions i got from my twitter feed um yeah so to get your question answers uh get your question answered please go to my twitter um and you find the first tweet and i believe you can leave your your question there and i will probably get you answered on the next episode which is episode three so uh the question was from this guy um he was asked asking me to cover things such as trade management i believe he was talking about uh profit taking as well as how you set your stop losses and he also asked me about trading stops all right and which waves we can probably trade or we can actually uh, look at right so when it comes to profit taking and uh, stop losses it all varies depending on which pattern you're trading right because each pattern, for for example, we have a leading diagonal, right? It has its own ways to tr- uh, to trade it. Even though I don't highly recommend trading a leading diagonal, which is wave two, right? It doesn't make sense uh, because we don't know how shallow price is gonna be. But instead, ending diagonal, they are most likely to be uh, the ones which I highly recommend uh, that everybody looks at, right? So it all varies which which wave you're actually trading for. So if you're trading a zigzag, right? A zigzag has two entries which you can use. It's either at the break of the fourth wave where there's uh, things such as your what? Uh, fractals, right? The sub waves, or you can either enter at the B wave and you use your previous low or the B low, right? As your stop losses and your take profit. I I, I like using uh, channel lines, right? Um, it's something that is uh, not practical to explain, but I believe you can look more onto the YouTube videos where I talk a lot about the zigzag, right? But with zigzag, how I measure my take profit, I use parallel uh, channels and also measuring the first wave. And then we compare it to the C wave because both waves, they are more or less equal. When it comes to things such as your flat correction, I don't trade flats. Um, I don't think it is tradable compared to a zigzag uh, pattern. Maybe there are people who trade uh, a flat correction. Uh, that is something that uh, is normal. It's It can be done, right? And then when it comes to impulse waves, how I measure my take profit, it all varies with uh, Fibonacci extension. Uh, it's a tool which I believe on MetaTrader 5. Uh, yeah, it's available and also on TradingView. So I think TradingView... It's probably the best platform when it comes to elite wave traders because it has all the tools which uh, they help us, right? So we also have triangle patterns. Triangle patterns, um, you actually measure the longest wave, right, uh, on the triangle. Then you, you use that distance as your take profit. How are you, I, I uh, put my stop losses, it all goes to uh, all the ways to price can never break below the C wave, right? So that's sort of like uh, a rule, right? So it gives us sort of like a clear direction of where you need to put um, your stop losses, right? And when it comes to which waves I trade, I think 
uh wave uh wave three and then wave five and wave c right and also a triangle and also an ending diagonal those are the waves which myself i personally look at i think they are much better compared to the other waves for example you cannot trade with one because you have no idea if this is indeed uh, a change in trend on the price action right so i don't really think it is much uh, possible to trade that uh unless you had an ending diagonal then you can know okay now we are changing in trend because ending diagonals they pretty much tell us that our trend is actually uh changing and then we also have this question we say uh how do i trail my stop losses when it comes to managing a trade right so how i really i don't normally like trading stops anymore because you know sometimes you can actually move your stop losses let's say if to break even or to lock partial profits and you find that price goes back and takes you out and actually goes all the way back to your direction so that is something that is really annoying right uh to actually experience over time but what you can actually do is that you determine the fractals which you are seeing right as price is developing right you want to be labeling the waves the development of the waves and you count based on that and then you use your rules from elliot wave right and manage your trade most stop losses as price is actually developing right uh, because they are i think there are three phases of trade management uh where first you reduce your 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 profit i mean your risk per trade right you reduce your initial risk and then you take your trade to break even and then um you then lock in partial profits and then you let it ride. This is something I think um, it's helpful, but I don't really re recommend people uh, moving uh, stop losses just for the sake of locking profit because sometimes it depends on the market. Sometimes you're trading um, uh, consolidation. So consolidation are not something you want to mess with when it comes to uh, moving stop losses because price is pretty much shopping around and you can actually get your stop loss hit and you're probably out of your trade all right so let's also cover this question from this guy also i think we only had two people leaving um questions for this episode so the question was um where do we find a leading diagonal and where do we find an ending diagonal and whether we can actually have both patterns on the same impulse move right so to answer that yes we can actually have a leading diagonal and ending diagonal all together at the same time right so a leading diagonal occurs at the first wave right at the first wave or probably on the a wave this is the start of an impulse uh whether it's a zigzag or it's an impulse right the the leading diagonals they occur in the first wave and we name them a five three five uh basically it's five three five three uh five uh, because of their sub waves right the first wave of a leading diagonal is actually five waves and obviously the second wave is correction and the third wave is a five wave uh subdivision and the fourth wave is three and then we have uh this uh the, uh, the fifth wave which is five waves right and then we have the ending diagonal ending diagonal they pretty much occur on the c wave or on the fifth wave right they are named a three 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 pattern why they are sub waves they are subdivided into correction unlike the leading diagonal pattern uh 
the, the, the ending diagonal actually uh, has only corrective patterns within it. It doesn't have impulses, right? So um, I guess that answers to all the questions for today's episode. And I'm more happy to actually answer some more questions from you guys. Well, there's this another uh, other question which I commonly get from my inbox um, on my social media. So people, they tend to ask me uh, how much pips I make um, on average as I am a, a signal provider. So they want to know those kind of things. So I think just to answer to that question, I just want to clarify this issue where people focus more on the uh, pip side of things. I don't think you really need to focus on the pips, but rather focus more on the percentages gain on your overall capital. So the problem with people are uh, always focusing on pips. I think it's it all goes away back to the thing of not having enough capital on your uh, on your account. You know, people they tend to uh, trade all these small accounts, trying to flip stuff, right? So there's a uh, there's a podcast on that. Go to the previous podcast, which is episode one. I talked about how you can get your capital uh, just to to solve this issue of people trying to flip accounts. So I don't really think people should focus more onto pips, but more onto the percentage uh, gains on your capital. You see, strategy is a is a another part of it's a it's an aspect of trading, but it is it is not all there is to know you know because we need to know our risk management and you need to get your mindset right your your psychology all of all of those things so i think people need to rectify that thing you know commonly people who do this uh who, who focus more on pips they are those people who are they are trying to flip accounts you know because they have it figured out that if they make a lot of pips it means they will make a lot more money where um if you take uh, a good a good view behind all of that mindset it's it's you trying to lead yourself uh for failure so i think people should uh try to build their capital um based on percentages you know you need to practice good risk management you know how much you risk trade. you know how uh drawdown you're expecting weekly, monthly, all those things just to be able to pre preserve your capital, you know, because this this is what this is all about, you know, even though you are on a straight losing streak, but with a good risk management, I believe it is hard for you to blow up your capital. You might lose some time, but uh, blowing up your capital will be extremely hard if you have good ma risk management techniques in place. So practice good risk management and uh, I believe the money will come to you. So, guys, this excludes to our podcast, uh, the, the the episode two, right? So, if you would like me to get your question answered, um, go to my Twitter feed and you'll find the first tweet there, and then you can leave your first uh your question, and I'll be more happy to get you answered on the next uh, episode. So, I will see you on the next one.